listening to the TBL Podcast with the Commish. Welcome to another edition of a TBL Podcast. What a guest we have today. You know, we talk about OGs, but this is the original, original, pre-original G. It's Greg Meiser from the Roncesfels Rockets. What is up, my friend? Commissioner Adrian, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing good because you're here. And you know what's cool about this? This is the first podcast that we're doing where Greg is in front of me. He has brought all of his equipment because he does podcasts as well for his beer league hockey league. So he has actually come to my house with crazy microphones and a whole setup here. So this is cool. This is different. And we are we're cracking some beers here. I've got the Rush beer. And he's got a limited edition uh, Trues beer. And we are just kicking back, talking old school Burby, right? Right. Cheers. Cheers, buddy. Uh, so listen, you know, we talk about pre-OG. Why Why do we say pre-OG? Like, tell me, you know, first of all, how Burby started for you. Okay. So uh, you may or may not know this, but uh, I came to Toronto when I was like 11 years old. But I came to Canada when I was like 10, and I'd never really seen baseball until I came to Canada. And uh, truth be told, I lived out in Halifax, and I I was a big Expos fan because they broadcast more Expos games than they did Jays games. I only lasted a year in Halifax because my dad was a sailor. No work out there for an immigrant, even if they're you know lifelong sailor. So everybody's, and they just want to work, so they're like, go to Toronto, 86. Uh, I became a Jays fan. I uh, started watching a lot of uh, whatever. And I'm just, sports are something that was universal for me as a kid, right? Like, I didn't know the language. Right. Um, but I loved all kinds of sports. Soccer was my first love. I fell in love with hockey and baseball when I got here. And I haven't looked back. Um, so, obviously, I'm watching, you know, baseball on TV. And I saw kids playing Burby in the schoolyard. Uh, and I was just, I just wanted to play. So for a long time, they didn't like, you know, I would, I was an outsider. A lot of the guys that were way into Burby and I saw them play every day. Cause that's all they're playing at the shrine for an Avenue public school. Uh, when I got there in, uh, 87, I, and, you know, it took me a couple of years before they let me play. Uh, once they started playing, I never stopped. Cause it was just fun. It was something to do because, you know, no video games, nothing else. Schoolyard. And so, you know, as a kid growing up and you're playing Burby, everyone, when they get to the plate as a kid, they always pretend to be a specific player. Who did you always pretend to be when you were up to bat? I, I didn't pretend to be anybody else. <laughs> I just wow. wanted to hit the ball. But I'll tell you who my favorite player was. Yeah. Uh, and uh, at first it was Tim Raines. I love Tim Raines. And when I got to Toronto, it was Tony Fernandez. Sharply hit toward the hole. Fernandez, the off-balance throw. They got him. Perfect accuracy, and he got beat by a step. Yes. Well, that's that's one of many things that we are in common is that we both are Tony Fernandez fans. Yeah. And when I was first playing Burby, I thought I was Tony Fernandez. And I got up there. I had the knees locking together, yeah. the slow drawl, and that was great. So then you actually started. Started or you were part of your I own part, Burby so, League? So come high school, right? Like 
end of grade school, I start playing. The, the guys let me in, you know, because I was always hanging out at the school year, and I realized I could kind of play sports, and I was into it. And everybody was playing in. I, you know, made friends, the judge being one of them, old school Rocket. Um, anyways, yeah, uh, by high school, we found other people that were into baseball and living out in the West End around Roncesvalles. There's a lot of players that played High Park and played high school ball. And, yeah, I guess, you know, always, I, I was always kind of a, kind of an outcast. I wasn't a cool kid or anything like that, right? So we had, a, like, a little clique, the hip-hop clique, which was at that time on Humberside where we went to school, was kind of, like, the outside. So we were very revolutionary in a way, and we're, like, we didn't really, I played hockey. I didn't play baseball. Uh, I actually didn't play organized ball until my last year of high school baseball uh but uh the original the first commissioner that i know jesse hirsch i gotta shout him out uh he was very much into organizing stuff and like he, we started he started his own newspaper in the like um rag in the school like underground newspaper so we, we actually had our own newsletter for the burby league and we he, we had two years of the the burby league when i was in grade 11 and 12 so there you have it. The TBL was not the first no, Burby League. The Bourbon League. They, and they called it Bourbon in the Roncesvalles area, That's right. right? It was Bourbon. Some why do, why it do you think you called it Bourbon? You know what? I, so t- I'm sure we'll get to this. Um, but I want to find out all the things it's been called. Because, you, you know, it's been called uh, Box and French. And uh, uh, oh, somebody else told me this other one. I wrote it down. Uh, I want to do a documentary on the history of the game because it's been around for a long yeah. fucking time. Yeah, it's been called box. It's called box ball. It's bo- called bock. Yeah, bock. In right. Cuba, it's called cuatro. Uh, but it's also called something else in Cuba, uh, which is, it'll come back to me. It's, don't ask me Spanish. Your Spanish will come back yeah. to you, yes. Uh, well, yeah, so uh, two years, 91, 92 of the Bourbon League. Right? Uh, full stats. Everybody was welcome to play. We actually had some girls playing. Uh, we, we tried to get it. I think, I don't know if I've ever showed you the original Bourbon League newsletter. Yeah, you did. I saw him. I was like, wow, this is hardcore. Right. So, so that was the original league. And now we get out of high school or like the summers after that Bourbon League was done, we organized our own just at Fern with the guys from the neighborhood, like my friends. So there's actually been... And it was two years of that. So there's four years of another Burby League in the 90s. Right. Yeah. And then there was a time between the Bourbon League and you actually coming to the Burby League. Uh, in uh, what? What happened between that? We started the Burby League. Well, yeah, no, me and you started the Burby League. Yeah. Yes, we're going to get to that. All right. But I, w- I actually want to get to before that, before I even oh. knew you. Oh, right. Because... You had some life-changing things that happened to you right. that really shaped who you are today. And, and, you know, I will generalize, and you will go into details, yeah. which is, I mean, you were in jail. I was. You, you, were, you spent, were in trouble. I've spent like five and a half years, uh, five and a half years, <laughs> that would be way too fucking long. <laughs> Incarcerated? No, five, and a, yeah, five, and a half, five and a half months of my life. As under in some kind of institution, right? Right. And so how did that happen? Give us a story okay. on that. Okay, long story short, 
uh, here I am a jock and you know as much as I love baseball and basketball and football like I played all these sports growing up long story short here I am this jock but hockey became my life like and that time in the 90s hockey was a different game uh and I played I I I became a quick learner I didn't start till I was like 12 but I spent all my free time that I could on the ice on the ice like I spent my summers going busting up to Chestwood by myself you know from the time I was 12 to until I, st- I actually started getting some real ice time with teams when I was like 16 15 16 uh t- to become a quick learner I played double a and it was a rough game so I had a lot of head injuries I think <laughs> like a lot of back then you'd get a concussion be like oh good shift you know, you're seeing stars, and you're like, "Yeah, I hit that guy yeah, hard." they just send you. They just send you back right in. Back so yeah. sometimes I probably get two, three concussions a game, and keep playing through it, never diagnosed all that shit. Anyways, but I loved it. It didn't matter. I still love the game. So at 21, it's over. Like I, I started late. I wasn't like as high. As I ended up playing junior C, and uh, juvenile major, which isn't it, I, as high as junior C, hockey. But when it's done at 21 for junior hockey, I didn't have anything to fill that void. Like, I was done with school. Uh, I kind of, oh, I, you know, at 17, 18, it probably didn't help that I started smoking weed and <laughs> partying and drinking and all that shit. And that just, one thing led to another. Long story short, here I am at 21 with nothing else to do except get high to fill the void of the camaraderie, the community, the drive to do something with my life, Right. I got into hip hop. That's like that was cool, and smoking weed <laughs> that was kind of cool. But in the end, it became uh, an addiction, and I wasn't necessary with like no real direction, no real purpose. I didn't get into the film and TV broadcasting college because it was really competitive to get into, and I really didn't. I just thought I could apply out of straight out of high school, and I didn't. So I dropped out of college after like doing some marketing and business shit. I was like, this isn't for me. It was, I thought they're insulting my intelligence a little bit. Um, so I won't shout out those colleges. Uh, and then just, yeah, full-time started being a, a hip-hop head, you know, like trying to just... So how does that music. put you in incarceration? Because, you know, um, one, weed's illegal. Uh, two, you can't be running around acting a fool all high and just not giving a fuck. So what were you doing that was... Uh, honestly, it was so all benevolent. I was not putting up any shit. I was very, like, I still had that very revolutionary mind, you know, like one, like anti the counterculture shit, right? Like anti, like fuck the police shit, you know, like uh, doing graffiti and drugs and all that shit. So I was kind of like anti-establishment. So, um, what actually happened is I was walking up the street recycling and this is, like, again, I learned my lessons, right? I was walking up the street recycling. I had already, like, fucked up driving this hot dog business that my parents started. <laughs> hot dog cart business that my parents started. Uh, into the ground. I was like, fuck it. They left. They left. They're like, we can't deal with this fucking punk, right? They're like, he's got to be on his own. Anyway, so I'm, I'm walking down the street recycling or something, picking my cans up in Parkside, and I see a girl walking by. And I was like, yo. And again, high as fuck, like 21, 22, like not exactly, you know, in my right mind. And I tried to pick her up and she flipped out. And just by, just by fucking 
coincidence, like cop car was coming down, and she's like, "This guy's hurt." Like, and there, I guess there's people that are fucking rapists in High Park and shit. So they're like, they just locked me up. I had just, I had just, um, the weekend before, um, like jo- got caught joyriding a car. It was a really hot summer, and it was like it was like a, th- a whole bunch of things happened. That sounds like a hot summer, Greg. It was a hot <laughs> fucking summer, summer of stroke. <laughs> uh, I think it was like 92, 93, 94, I don't know. Oh man, hip hop was so good back then. Oh, it was like it was it, so. But imagine this, right? Like this, I had no real direction. I'm high as fuck, and I li- like I I swear to you, I was walking, just picking up. I was like, I got nothing to do. It's like midnight. I'm by myself in my apartment. Right, I'm like I'm gonna go for a walk, and what I would do is like because I was trip, like I was into other drugs too. It wasn't just weed, right? So I was tripping hard. I was like, oh, it's universal points. If I pick up and recycle, it's good for the environment. <laughs> I'm a tree hugger, so um, it was really innocent. But the week before, I was at a rave or a party or something, and I had tried some meth, and it really made me go off on this bender, and. I like swipe sideswiped a bunch of cars with my car and just ran into a church wow. going to see this drug dealer to get some more drugs at like wow. six in the morning, right? <laughs> and uh, I'm the luckiest, unluckiest motherfucker alive. <laughs> and um, th- this uh, fire truck sees me sideswipe this church, right, with the car after I sideswipe all these cars. So they followed me. <laughs> like this drug dealer lived in the basement. I come out of the basement surrounded by cops, right? <laughs> so Jesus. Uh, they were really nice to me, actually. The, I swear to you, I was tripping so hard. <laughs> I thought I was talking to fucking uh, Clint Eastwood because he was like a sergeant or whatever in like a detective car in his old Caprice. Anyways, we had like a really good chat. He took me home, gave me a ticket. I ended up at, like l- later down the line. It was, you know, I ended up. So, some points. <laughs> but <laughs> so long story short, that happens a week before. And the week after is when this incident with this girl, right? right. Again, I like, yes, I put my hand on her, but I didn't like touch you put her. Put your hand on her? I was to get her attention, right? And she flipped out. So I understand. Like now. I mean, if you try that today, it's no, even no, no, worse. No, of course, right? Like, it's bad enough that I did that. I get it. Like, I. I, I didn't see her perspective. I was just like, hey, how you doing? Right? Like, I it was, it wasn't, it was meaningless to me. It was Meanwhile, you're foaming at the mouth. Yeah, right? exactly. Right? So like, fucked up. Yeah. Right? And I used to have big hair and all this shit. So, anyways. Uh, so, the cops were like, uh, no, you're going to jail, buddy. <laughs> like, you're not, we're going to check you out. Right? Like, because, uh, oh, there was another incident in between. Like, right. three times in one week, I was caught acting really fucking stupid. Right, so they they threw me in jail for like two months because my parents weren't even here to bail me out or whatever. Uh, they checked out my oh, I kicked a wall in the um, in the courtroom. I kicked a hole in the wall in the courtroom because I was like, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> okay, so so, so lo- really long story <laughs> short is you are the most incarcerated person in the Burby League. Most Lake. innocent in. I don't know. I don't no, know. No, no, I'm not innocent. You're the most okay, incarcerated I, you're right. person. I wasn't really, you're right. I wasn't innocent, but I also didn't deserve to be treated the way I was treated. And they, right. like, uh, 
truth be told, they also fucked me up. Like, the cops did not treat me nicely. You know what I mean? They assaulted me in so many different ways. And uh, I don't, like... We don't need to get into that. Well, I mean, it didn't help that your favorite song at the time was Fuck the Police. So, it wasn't my right? favorite song, no. <laughs> but, but, you know, but I'm saying, like, that's the spirit of where my head is at at the time. Right. right? So, I mean, I th- what you're revealing now, I had no idea. I don't think anybody else knew. And so when I first yeah. met you was at City TV. City TV, I'm a ENG. So I, I got clean. You know what? Just let me just wrap that. Sure, part sure, of my sure, life sure. It was the hardest couple of years because, uh, you know, I ended up going back. That was only a couple of months, but I didn't really learn my lesson the first time because my parents bailed me out, blah, blah, blah. And I was still against the system because they made me go to, like, uh, a psychiatrist and, like, inject me with shit, like, antipsychotics that I didn't want to do against my will and all this shit. So I, I counterbalanced that with doing even more drugs. So this following summer similar things happened right um again nothing like i wasn't trying to cause harm ever it was i was never like there's no intention to do, cause harm to myself or anybody else i just didn't know any better and you, and I had mental you, health you were, and addiction you were issues. self-destructive yes I, it was mental health and addiction issues right but it was the best thing that ever happened to me because i got clean i went straight edge tried again to get into that radio tv broadcasting college and uh, lo and behold, before I even graduated, I was working at City TV as a camera operator. Damn. And then that's where I met you. And that's where we meet and start. And you're like, we, we would go to like golf games together and stuff. Yep. And I was like, ah, oh, this is too much time and money. Right. It's like, what do you think about Burby? And I'm like, and you, f- were, and you were a terrible golfer. I am the worst <laughs> golfer you know. And it I, was so bad. I, I That's so the reason bad. why it took a lot of times because <laughs> <Yeah, you just, laughs> the amount of divots you would have would just be ridiculous. Yeah. But then I think I mentioned Burby, and you're like, yeah, I know Are you Burby. fucking kidding me? I've, uh, yeah, you're like, what, what, what do you think about it doing like a league or something? I'm like, I, I told you all about the other league, I'm pretty sure, right? I would have yeah. been like, totally, let's do this. And then we started, you and me. Yeah. We went out, just you and me mm-hmm. playing, mm-hmm. and then we added one person. Yep. And, and then, then we added another person. Yeah. And then we're like, wouldn't it be great if we play against another team? Yeah. And then another team. Then and, like, t- and then you came up with this brilliant idea uh, of let's make it like the Warriors. Right? Yes. Right? And I'm if like, if anybody remembers the Warriors, it's a very great unique movie. Great movie. Uh, film from like 1970. 880? Uh, no, I think it's like 79. These are the armies of the night. Can you dig it? The Furies. The Boppers. The Hi-Hats. The Lizzies. The Turnbull ACs. The Gramercy Riffs. And these are the Warriors. Where all these gangs from New York... They all come together, and you just sort of fighting all these gangs. I'm like, wouldn't it be great if we just have everybody come together and, like, people play each other's hoods yeah. and play, play each other's neighborhoods? And that's sort of the, the genesis of the uh, Toronto Burby, Burby League, League is yeah. that movie. Yeah. 
right. the warriors. Right. Every neighborhood versus like every because every neighborhood has a representation. Right. Yes. And so I'm the, I'm like, this is fucking brilliant. Like, how awesome is this? And then you took over and have become the tyrant you've become. <laughs> In today's day, you're you pretty know, benevolent tyrant. I've been yourself. called a lot of things. I've been called tyrant as well. But in my mind, I'm just trying to keep this thing going. And you've done an amazing job. Like, you know, at that point, I kind of let go. I just, I'm happy to have a team, you know. I do get upset with you sometimes because you're like, I want to put the rockets in another. I'm like, no, there's only two <laughs> original teams in my mind. All the other ones are gone, right? There's only the Leslieville Brickies and the Arch Rivals, Roncesvalles Rockets. Yeah. Two original teams in the Toronto Burby League. Well, and I, I'm glad you're here. And uh, I th Is this going to be a two-parter? Is that what's happening? No, no, no. This no? is fine. We're going to keep going. I think people people like listening to, uh, <laughs> to your story. And we're going to get to... Your career in the Toronto Burby League, right after these messages. This podcast is brought to you by the Toronto Food Blog. Eating their way through the best and worst restaurants. Greasy spoons, watering holes, food courts, strip malls, bodegas, markets, and food trucks throughout the GTA. To say they like things spicy would be putting it mildly. The Toronto Food Blog is for the budget-conscious eater willing to venture off the beaten path to find the best cheap eats in the six. Check them out at torontofoodblog.com. Here's the commish with the TBL podcast. So Roncesfels Rockets were one of the original... Two teams. Two teams. It was Roncesfels and it was uh, the Leslieville Brickies. Yeah, there was another team. Oh, there, there was, was there, there were was, several other teams that but just they, didn't, they just folded over. Yeah, time. there were the Kensington Marketeers. Yeah. There um I feel like the East York Royals were, were there were as there well. The first year? Yeah, they might have been. I, I, like, I, I listening think, to Rob's listening to Rob's podcast, yeah. which was really good. I, I like So that. props to Rob. Yeah, props prop to Rob. Though, though I got a bone to pick with Rob. I uh -oh. didn't know he was I, you know, uh elite pitchers are harder to come by than wives. And he's been going after mine. <laughs> he was oh. going he confessed to going after you mine heard that yeah. i'm like really that's Yikes. the guy ready to go after my wife i think yes, fuck man this is what happens Joe Callen's the man this is what happens when you spill the beans yeah. you don't know what the repercussions are uh but it's so so then you go through many years um you know, five, six, seven years of, of not winning, of, of almost getting there. Yeah, it was but not hard. winning. Yeah, like 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 talk about that leading up to your twenty seventeen twenty seventeen champion the Burby Cup winning. But yeah. leading up to that, like like how frustrating was that? Look, I, I don't get frustrated. Um yes, of course, like you get disappointed. You you know, you try your hardest, but you know, there's always I've played enough sports and enough games um, to not not let it weigh on you too much. Mind you, it was it was the most coveted thing in my life until I got it, um, especially being so close. Right. Because we remember that one final that went 15 innings or 14 innings. One nothing. Joe Callen and DY did not give up a run all 13 season. innings against the Leslieville Brickies. Yeah. And well, you Jeff know. Snow hits a home run yeah. over the outstretched arm of DY to end the game. No, it was Joe Callahan. 
because D.Y. got hurt in the second inning. And at those days, D.Y. Oh. Was it was it D.Y.? D.Y. was at the fence. D.Y., yeah, yeah. Oh, Outstretched oh, yeah, 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 yeah. arm. Right. I, I thought I was looking at yes. Joe pitching. But Joe was gassed. Like, because he went 11 innings at that point. Yeah. Right? And he hadn't gone more than five at <laughs> because of the Joe Callahan rule, not the Kevin so, Leach rule. And the look, the look on your face when you guys finally won it. Yeah, I was so happy. In 2017. And I, I'll actually look back at that video several times because <laughs> the other guys are happy. It's, They're like, yeah, whatever. I mean, you know, you got Ashley Allenson who had who had already won two championships before that. Uh, and then Joe, who doesn't show a lot of emotion anyways. But the look on your face and you had said, I'm going to keep this tennis ball. This is going on a mantle, yeah. right? And that's what it's all about right there is is – you know, how much it means to you and when you finally won it, like what did that feel like? Yeah, it's it's it is one of the greatest feelings I can say. It was it's definitely one of the most like I've won a lot of things in my life playing hockey or um like other sports, whatever. I won a football championship with uh, the high school and all none of it none of it compares to that that moment where we when we won the Burby Cup. It's one of my greatest accolades. Uh, personally because i love the game and you know that time between when i was playing in high school right and the burby league i never stopped talking burby i never stopped getting my friends out to play you know like i i it, there's something about it there's su such a you know I, if i had a choice out of all the sports that i've played hockey soccer football basketball and i love basketball um i would have chosen i think i would have chosen baseball because it's just such a pastime. It's more than just a sport. It's a pastime too, right? Like it's yeah. a, there's such a, I mean, you could spend the whole day at the park, you know? Right. And, and listen, you know, for your fair weather fans or, you know, by the way, there are actually a lot of people that don't play Burby that are actually listening to this podcast. They may be hearing this and thinking, really, this is like one of the greatest moments in his life. But you when you know, you just know. And w when you know about Burby, it makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, you know, it's it personally, right? Like, I'm not I'm not comparing it to having children or buying a house or it's something. It's up there, though. But, but, you know, it's in the conversation for sure. It's like, what are the greatest things that happened to you in your life? Well, that 2017 uh, Burby Cup is up on that list for sure. For sure. It's especially since it was such a long time coming. And it's the one thing I never won. I never won in the four years of the leagues that we've had. Right, as as contested as those were all those years, and that final against the Brickies, the arch rivals, like you know, we, uh, I knew it was going to happen one day, but uh, until it happens, right, it's it was a wonderful feeling, and this is why I'm also I just want to add, so rooting for Oz. I can't believe Osborne, Darren Osborne, has not won one. I'm like, is there a way we can get him to yeah. win one? And for those of you that have not listened to the to the second podcast of Darren Osborne, it's a good one. You yeah. need to listen yeah, to that. It's, and, it's better and than this one. Yeah. It, no, this is actually <laughs> a really good one, right? I can't wait to hear the feedback. Uh, accolades, 2010 Manager of the Year for Roncesvalles, 2013 Slugger of the Year. Thank you. You won a championship in 2017. What is a, an award that you would really like to win next? I think I'm well overdue for sportsman and fielder of the year. I think I'm underrated for both. I can't even believe I haven't been nominated for sportsman of the year. I think I, I embody sport 
and like Olympic spirit, you know, like in everything I do, like fairness and and kindness and and just getting out there and having fun playing is is a my mo. Let's talk quickly, yeah, because uh, we don't have too much time left. Yeah, this is a long. Let's time. talk quickly about you know what are you expecting from this year's Roncesvalles Rockets? I'm expecting th- that we're going to be right back in the show, meaning the the finals. Like uh, I don't know. I don't know what happened this year because we did make it to the finals. Uh, yes. Wh- sorry. What happened in the finals? Uh, we we got crushed by the Brickies again. <laughs> oh, no. Well, this wow. time we got crushed. I don't. Uh, it's hard. It's you know that's a whole show on its own. I think what it was happened. like a thirteen nothing shit kicking. Yeah. It was. I Joe. I don't know. I don't know if Joe was in his head too much or the, just you know you played your game and obviously snow is hard to. You know, he's a world-class athlete. Let's not forget that, right? Like, it's it's Jeff Snow versus the world sometimes. And Here's a question for you, Greg, just before you yeah. go on about that. How much do the Roncesvalles Rockets talk to each other before uh, a game, whether it's through a, a, a thread or you you know, know, email? So How much do you guys talk? Because I know Leslieville, I feel like we talk a lot in terms of game planning. So, so uh, we... It's funny because we talk, we can't, like, there's no off-season for the Rockets. We have a chat going all the time. Uh, but we talk more about uh, life than we do about Burby. <laughs> you know, like, it's more of a book club now. <laughs> you know, we were well, maybe <laughs> that's the reason why you got smoked 13 nothing or whatever it was. But it's kind of what I love about the Rockets. And I don't want to be, I, I think, you know, I... I like the friendships we're building. I like the fact that I I'm, I learn about life and literature, and you know I've read books because of being on the Rockets because Ash and and Joe are so into it, right? Um, and and so in, in, intelligent, really, you know, like they're it's awesome. So we do talk Burby. Don't don't get you know we come up with game plans and we know it's baseball, right? It's or it's a form of baseball, and there is a there there's a chess aspect to the game uh, for sure and there's a psychology aspect to any sport um so we do talk that but I, we talk co- the, the chat's never quiet you know i don't think a week goes by where with some shit's not put up about you know uh, a russian uh, author <laughs> but it is a, it's as much a book club or a music and the ash sometimes leaves music for us too so it's pretty cool well, Greg, I'm glad you are still here and the Rockets are still here. I'm sure you guys will be somewhere at the top um, in the I regular think, season. I think, you know, um, we know, I think it's fair to say, and Joe would probably be the first to admit that he's not as dominant as he used to be. Um, but that doesn't mean he, uh, he can't win a few games, you know what I mean? Which he has. And, which he has, and we got to the finals, and it was just a weird, was it, a rain, it was a rainy day, wasn't it? It's like a, it was a weird day or something, I don't know. So um, it was a glorious day. It was no, it was a gloomy <laughs> day. It was a, and but you know, well done. I, I was surprised. I, I think there's a couple of mistakes. I know the score uh, was thirteen. Was it thirteen nothing? I think twelve nothing. Thirteen nothing. Whatever. I'm the not fuck sure. It was. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. I think it was lost in like one or two plays that happened. You know, and I think at that point with with snow being up there and and having a good day, I think it was. There's no reason we can't be back there. I think we're going to be. I think we're actually still getting better as a team, if if you can believe that. 
And just on that note, I would be lying if I said I wanted that score to be closer because you have such a potent offense. Yeah, we have the good that, bats. That we knew yeah. we had to have a ton of runs and just let's just yeah. let's get this thing over with. Yeah. And the thing about Burby is you're never out of it, right? Yeah. Like, you can like you know one of the the other great accolade in my Burby career specifically uh as it relates to Burby is when we knocked in the regular season this year, we knocked. I know, I know you're gonna have issues about that game. Which game? That where it was just Joe and I versus the Brickies, and right, and yes, we yes. knocked Snow out of the game. Right, we went back to back to sure, back dingers sure. on Snow, and I think, I think we might have forgot about that, and maybe why you know Snow was there to play that day too. Right. Well, I'm sure Snow remembered that he game didn't, and we, said... We were thinking about, you know, <laughs> like how great it's going to be to beat the Brickies. And Snow's like, you're not beating the Brickies, not after what you did to me nope. in the regular season. You right? can do it to him in the regular season, yeah. but not in the finals. So, I think we're, you know, we're still getting better um, as a team. I hope DUI's arm somehow magically comes back, though I know it won't because he's hitting 40 now himself. Yep. We're all so, getting older. Yeah. But you guys still are sharp as tacks, yeah. and I cannot wait to see the product that you put on the field this year. That is all we have for this show. This was a nice long one with my good friend Greg Meister. Thank you for having me on, Adrian. This yeah, how, how do you think it went, Greg? Uh, I, I think it should have been a two-parter. There's more to talk about. <laughs> oh, but listen, I like I, to talk. You know, you, you, right. know, you know this is what I like to do. Listen, <laughs> I, I could talk Burby with you for hours, yeah. but the feedback I'm getting from the guys in the league and from other people are like, yeah, that's good. Keep it at like 25, 30 minutes. Like, that's all the time I have for a podcast. It's like, yeah. okay, cool. We'll keep it short. We'll try and condense it. And I think I think we've done that. Yeah, If you, if I know. If you got to edit, go ahead. You got, you, you got sponsors to... To, I don't know how you get your sponsors, but you can, you can tell me about my, because my pot, by the way, hockey, I got to shout out my podcast, Hockey Night in Beer League. Uh, we're always, we, Bam, we actually shout out to this podcast. <laughs> All right. There, there you glad, go. Glad we're able to use that sound effect finally. <laughs> um, thanks, Greg. Tune in next week. We're going to have the exciting and the always candid and a guy that can just ramble on about amazing stuff, Angelo Nitsis on the show. I can't wait to listen to that. It's going to be a good one. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to the TBL podcast with the commission.